Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another solo podcast on Waking Up with Melissa. This is going to be a really juicy, juicy episode because we're going to talk about boundaries and business. And humans, we got to chat, okay? Because we don't have this conversation until there is something that is immediate, that needs our attention. There's a fire in our business that we maybe have gotten tangled into a situation with our a client or a student, or maybe we feel like we're overworking in our business, or maybe we feel like we're people pleasing or overgiving. Anyways, what I'm trying to say, human beings, is that sometimes when we look into boundaries, it's too late. And let me take this back. I can say that better. It's not that it's too late. It's just that we can prevent it. Okay. If you know your own boundaries, think about it like this. Even in relationships, right? If you're in a relationship and you know that you want to have a certain level of respect in a relationship, that's a boundary that you're not going to want somebody else to cross. And it's good that you know that. If you're in a relationship and you know that, I don't know, something so simple as like, okay, I don't want you to talk to me a certain kind of way. That's my boundary. This is good because then that way you know how to act accordingly. Boundaries are really beautiful because when somebody does something, then you know how to react. Well, do you have boundaries in your own business? And if not, let's let's start to create them. Let's start to create them. What are some of the boundaries that we can create in our business? Well, one of the things that I see the most is around how much we're working. I think that's a big one. And it this for me is twofold because in one respect, you just started your business, let's say. And so there is a level of time and commitment that you want to be putting into your business, but it cannot be 24-7. It just can't. It's just not healthy. You know, I once heard that even something that is really good, if you do it too much, it can also, you know, not necessarily be bad, but you can just overdo it, okay? And so everything with moderation, channel the Buddha nature, bring in balance, everything as much as you can with balance. And so I know the struggle because, listen, I'm giving you this advice. And when I first started my business, I used to wake up at five in the morning to write because that was actually the only time I was able to sit down and write. The house was quiet. I was able to, you know, catch a beat and do the things that I had to do before I started to work because I did have some lingering TV contracts that I had to attend to. And so I get it. I get it. And this may be you. You may be juggling motherhood. You may be juggling, um, you know, multiple business coaches. You may be juggling still being in your job or, you know, doing whatever it is that you're doing, your side hustle, whatever it is. I get it, humans, but you got to have boundaries in your business. And so the first thing that I want you to do is identify what time are you going to start business 
What time are you going to close business? Meaning, when are you clocking in and when are you clocking out? One of the things that I love to do is have my mornings open. And so, of course, I do certain things um, in terms of uh, social media. I oftentimes in the morning would I'll write my captions. I oftentimes will film things if I feel the inspiration to. But no matter what, the mornings are for me. It's for me to decide what I'm in the flow of. This is the opportunity that I have to be in my practice, in my meditation, in my yoga, and whatever it is that I need to do to start off my day feeling connected, right? And so I actually don't talk to human beings until 12 o'clock. And so from 12 o'clock to right about, you know, 5, 5.30 is probably my last call that will probably end like around 6 30 and so those are my hours of operation and then i refuse to work on the weekends i will not work on the weekends it does not matter you know i teach yoga on sundays and that feels really good and feels really supportive to me so i want you to identify what are your hours of operation for your business the second thing i want you to do um even if you don't have clients yet i promise you you want to make sure that you start to identify these boundaries in your business from now it's going to help you um it's going to help you identify whether somebody's crossing them or not. It's going to help you as you start to attract human beings that you're attracting those soulmate clients that are really, really respecting that. And so one of the boundaries that I have, you know, even with our students is the same thing. I don't work on the weekend. So it's something that I have to make sure that I'm communicating clearly to our students. I don't work on the weekends, right? Not even for our private clients. We don't answer messages on the weekend. And I don't want them to answer messages on the weekend either. And so I'm trying to lead by example as well. And so those are some of the boundaries that we oftentimes see a lot in our business. And so let's go underneath boundaries. Let's go underneath it because there was a time where I didn't have boundaries. And so this is hence why we're talking about it. I had some boundaries, but I didn't have many. And the reason why is because I didn't fully trust myself. Okay. And I want that to land with you. And so how can you learn to trust yourself in your own business so you're not over delivering? And that's a big boundary that now I, as much as I can, as much as humanly possible, I try not to cross that boundary. I try not to over deliver, over extend myself, people please. You know, at the end of the day, we're not here to make everybody happy. You know, like all we can do is be our best and try our best. And I really, really mean that with, you know, as much love and compassion in my heart. Do I try to have happy clients? Absolutely. Actually, it is one of the top priorities that we have as a company. We want to be known for our client experience. We want um, entrepreneurs to come inside of Unleash and Unveil and just have a phenomenal A1 top-notch boutique experience. And so actually, speaking about boutique, what kind of business do you even want to run? Do you know that? How can you even set boundaries in your business if you don't know what kind of business you want to run? 
Make that decision for yourself from the beginning. From the beginning, when we first started, I always said, I want to know every single person's name inside of our business. If anybody spends $1, I don't care if they come to free yoga. I want to know who they are. I want to look them up on um, Instagram. And so I would, I used to follow all of our students in the beginning. I used to keep up with them. I would message them. You know, I'm still very much available. If you send me a DM, I want you to try it. Follow me at, uh, at I am Melissa Ruiz and send me a DM. Chances are I may not message you right then and there, but I will answer my DMs. I'm in control of the social media platform that I have on Instagram. And so it is important for me to have connection with our students. And so think about that for you. What are your core pillars? What are the things that you really strive as a company to achieve? For us as community, we have a dope-ass community. Once you get inside of Unleash and Unveil, you're not going to want to leave. I promise you. You will meet the dopest human beings because I've talked to each and every single person in all of our programs. Isn't that gnarly? Inside of our mastermind, inside of Unleash and Unveil Your Soul Business, every single person that came through I interviewed personally myself, and that was from the beginning something that I decided that I wanted. Now, as the business started to grow and expand, there were things that had to change. And so I still wanted that boutique feel where I knew everybody and people felt like I was approachable and that they can still slide in my DMs. And so the business model had to change. I had to start to automate things. I had to start to hire more help. But nevertheless, I want you to think about what are the things that feel really expansive and important to you as a business. One is community. One is uh, for all of our students to feel safe. I want this to be an inclusive space. And so that's really important for us. We want to make sure that we see everybody, that we address everybody in the ways that feel really, really supportive um, and impactful to them. I never want somebody to take our course and feel like, oh my God, this person didn't see me. And so we try really, really hard to have lots of touch points with our students, you know, but we also have boundaries, right? I may not respond to every single DM and that is also okay. Once upon a time, I would actually (laughs) get a little overwhelmed with not being able to answer every single person in the DMs. And then I realized that this is a good problem to have and it's okay. And that that was something that I had to just live with, (laughs) that there were going to be times where I couldn't get to all of the messages and that had to be fine. Otherwise, I was just going to drive myself crazy. I was going to keep breaking my boundaries and it's just not healthy. I don't think you started a soul business to work 24-7, right? And I don't think you started this business to be working 24-7 and, you know, not liking it. And so I was actually just talking about this on TikTok. Follow me there too. (laughs) Same thing, underscore, I am Melissa Ruiz. And I was saying that, you know, we didn't start these businesses just to work ourselves to death. And so having those boundaries in place, it's really for us. It's so that we know how to act in our own business. Remember, you're a human being. And so there are going to be things in your business that come up. And so let's get back to what's underneath boundaries, though, because really what I wanted to talk to you about was trust. 
And we have to learn to trust ourselves. And really the reason why the trust part is part of the boundaries is because we don't trust ourselves that we have enough information to just put it out there and that we're going to attract our soulmate clients. I think oftentimes that's why in the beginning we over deliver. That's why we people please because we're trying to build our business. And let me just stop right here because there is a difference between starting your business and working hard and over delivering a little bit because you want your clients to have really good things to say about you. That's really good. I'm a fan of that. Listen, when I have new programs, I always over deliver because I know what the power of over delivery is in your first round of anything. You have amazing clients that have nothing but great things to say and then they become your own marketing, you know, um, machine, right? Because we're Word of mouth has always been the name of the game for us, but I'm talking about people pleasing. I'm talking about you not being able to trust yourself that you're a good mentor, that you're helping people get to the transformation. And so you're too attached. And because you're too attached to their own transformation, it's like, it feels like you're willing to do anything and everything to get them there. But remember, what constitutes a really good soulmate client? For me, it's not just the person that can pay me. It's somebody who's willing. And I talked about this the other day, why for me, I will take a willing client over a client that's ready. Because sometimes a client that's ready also is coming in with attachments. They're like, I'm ready, take me here. I've been here before and like, I need to be here. And they come with this like, I need, I need, I need, I need. I, I should be here, I need to be here. And when you have that kind of energy, you're just not in the receptive mode to get there. It's not because you're not smart enough. It's not because you're not qualified enough. Is because you're actually pinching yourself off from getting to that place. I like human beings who are willing. I like the energy of willing because the energy of willing is receptive. The energy of willing is open. The energy of willing is like, okay, let's go. I'm willing to just do whatever I have to do. You know, obviously not anything and everything, but they're willing to try. And I oftentimes think that that was a big part of our success inside of building our business. I had this like kind of blind faith in myself. I had the binoculars on and sorry, not binoculars. I had the blinders on, I had the blinders on and I was just focused on me. And this is why you always hear me say like, keep your eyes on your mat because I promise you it's so good. And in many ways that really, really served me because I just didn't know what other people were doing. And so this actually helps me communicate this other point that I know a lot of people say to scan the market. This is going to be a little controversial because in one respect, like I do know why it's beneficial. It, it really is. It might be beneficial for you to know what's going on in the market. But when we do market research, we teach our students to market research students, to market research their products. I'm not market researching other competitors. Actually, somebody the other day, we were working with somebody who's putting together uh, uh, you know, some videos for us. And they said, you know, what are your competitors doing? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I have no clue. I, who, who are the competitors? And they were like, okay, maybe inspiration. I was like, uh, okay. And then I kind of, you know, my mind open, you know, when they said inspiration, because I'm like, I really don't know. I don't look around. I literally mind my own business. I'm, I'm busy. I am busy doing my thing. And I want you to be so busy that you don't even know what the hell anybody else is doing. 
I was actually just sharing this um, that I think that there is too much looking around and then we get stuck in this like paralysis like we get stuck in just not doing anything because we almost have too much information that we forgot what's ours and so here's an opportunity for you to build your own boundary around your business a boundary that I have in my business is I really don't look around. I just try as much as I can to just focus on our students, go to their page. I have enough students to, uh, you know, look at and comment on and watch their stories. And, you know, that's where I want to spend our time with our students, cultivating that relationship, cultivating the community. Because remember, community is important. Talking about money, talk about alchemizing money. That is another one of our pillars. And so that's important for me to bring that up. And so a big boundary of mine, especially when I launch, oh my God, I even tell my students, I'm like, I'm sorry if I don't comment on all of your stuff, but when I launch, there is a big boundary where I just post, engage, and I'm out. Like there is nothing else I have to do. There's no comparing. There's no looking around because now I forgot how I wanted to share my message. And PSA, your offers should not be like anybody else's. Your offers need to be different. Your business needs to be different. You know, in fact, don't even copy your mentors. Take what they say and whatever lands whatever you received from it take a little bit of that take a little bit from what you hear from somebody else take a little bit from what you hear in another place and you know compile your own business in the ways that feel good for you I feel like the same thing can apply for me personally this is what I did growing up and trying to navigate religion I grew up Catholic, then Christian through my sister, and then being exposed to, to, to yoga and just like being on my own spiritual journey. I realized that I really like a little bit of the Tibetan culture. I like a little bit of the Buddha stuff. There's a lot of things that I bring in that I've kind of adopted. Wow, this feels good. This feels good. I really like Eckhart Tolle. I really like this person. Not that that's a religion, but like this thought, this thing, I like this. That's what I want you to do with your business. And as you do that, recognize that there's going to be certain boundaries that need to be in place in order for you to feel confident and grounded. You know, boundaries is really going to anchor you in to your business in a bigger way. I think so often we're building our business on a social media platform that's always changing. And so we need to have those strong boundaries to help us navigate a platform that's always evolving and there's always updates. There's always things that come up. And so what I'm saying is, is that it can be really, really easy to get sidetracked. And so I want you to take care of yourself, human. Remember how I always talk about the human before the business? This is a good opportunity for you to, you know, flex that muscle and ask yourself, but what feels good for me? Because when I don't feel good, I can't operate this business. And actually speaking about that, what do you do when you don't feel good in your business? Because back when you had a job, if you ever had a job, you would probably call out. Or if you were anything like me, I used to force myself to go in and I hated that. And I remember actually right before I was going to quit my business, I, I remember there was a moment where I didn't feel good. I, I was just having an emotional day and I was going through so many things in my personal life. And I remember I had to go to work and I had to fake 
happy. <laughs> I had to fake being happy. I had to, I had to be a fake human. And I think that's a lot of people's story. It's like we have to put on that smile. We have to pretend that nothing's wrong so that we can work, so that we don't make other people uncomfortable. And I remember during the last part of that job, I remember thinking, I'm never going to do that. Like the days that I don't feel good, the day I'm going to have a business, I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. I knew I was going to be a CEO. I knew I was going to have a business. I just didn't know how. And in many ways, that's also really good. You don't need to know the how. Okay, stop preparing too. I think we're stuck in the preparing phase. We're preparing and preparing and preparing. Like you just got to go and you just got to do it. Okay, don't be afraid to do it. But you see, the reason why you're afraid is because you don't trust yourself. And the reason also that you don't trust yourself is because you think you're going to get it wrong. And you can't get it wrong. You know, Abraham Hicks always talks about this. You know, you're never going to get it all done and you can't get it wrong. I love that because it's so true. You only get it wrong when you don't try. You got to collect data. I'm just putting together this piece of content where I went back into my programs and I looked at all of the videos that I have from the very first program I put together and it was hit. It looked horrible. It looked fuzzy. It looked like I recorded it in 1950. I mean, it even looked great. It just looked horrible. You know, in one video I looked, I was whispering. <laughs> And so I'm putting together this video to just show the transformation that it's not instant manifestation. It's not instant. Like you have to step up to the plate and swing and you're going to miss sometimes. But the thing is, is that you're afraid. You're afraid that other people are going to see you swing and miss. And don't be afraid because you will be surprised how many people will cheer you on. You will be surprised by you just being you, how many freaking people will, will support you. Be yourself. Your business doesn't have to be anything else. A couple of trends that I'm really seeing right now on social media, you're going to want to write this down, is original content. Now more than ever, you're going to see so many people create original content. This means no more having to dance and point and, you know, jump on the trends. You don't have to do that. The stuff that's getting pushed out on all social media platforms on TikTok and on uh, Instagram is when you just talk to the camera and you just share whatever it is, a tip about you know, health coaching, a tip about creating your business, a tip about, you know, how to feel better or how to feel good or how to align your chakras, whatever it is, those type of content is going to perform a lot better. And it kind of makes sense because we're thirsty for originality. And so everything comes back to that. The boundaries that you have within your business that are going to keep you stable because without you, human, like there is no business, okay? Capiche? Like, do we agree? If you don't feel good in your business, then it's going to feel forced and eventually you're going to shut it down. And to be honest with you, I've seen a lot of people do this. I've seen a lot of people copy their mentors. They're copying other people. They're replicating a business that does not feel good for them. And then they get to, they even get to create six figures. They even get to, you know, make a lot of money, but they're not happy. Why are they not happy? Because one, money doesn't make you happy. Two, your business is also not going to make you happy. Only you could do that. And the only way that you can feel aligned in your soul business is if you close your eyes and you go back in and you keep asking yourself, does this feel good? Does this feel in alignment? Does this feel excited to me? What do I want to do? How do I want to do it different? 
It doesn't matter if nobody else has done it. When we first started our brand, nobody was doing this, you know, putting together the spirituality in the business. In fact, people told me not to do that. There were a lot of people that were like, please don't do that. That's not good. You should not be talking about spirituality and money. That's a big no-no. And I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is my message. This is my medicina. I've learned this from personal experience as well. People just don't understand the power of your own personal story. Another thing that you're going to start to see a lot on social media, less here are three tips to blah, 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 and more storytelling, more how did those tips affect you? How did they help your personal growth or your business growth? Let's do that. Let's get back to the root. I think, you know, we've gone away from like all this viral content, just, you know, people who are (laughs) wanting to be Insta famous and things like that, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you want to build your soul business, you want to be in integrity to yourself first, and you want to be in integrity to the work that you're doing. You don't want to feel like you're jumping through hoops and you're pimping out these spiritual, beautiful gifts that you have in a way that does not feel good. Because at some, at a certain point, something's got to give. You know, I used to always think that people were talking shit when they were like, oh my God, you know, just do what you love and, you know, it won't feel like work. And my mind could not comprehend that. My logical brain was like, how? That's not possible. There's always going to be a certain level of work, but it's not. I'm really here to share with you that, yes, there is work that is involved, but if the work that you're doing while you do it feels exciting and it feels expansive, that is so beautiful because the work that you're doing is not attached to performance. The work that you do, I don't give a shit if things go viral or don't go viral or if it gets likes or the, it doesn't matter. I had a thought and I'm turning this thought into a thing. I had an idea that, you know, I'm connected to. And half of the time, do you know, like the shit that I post is really for me? <laughs> you know, I get so much healing from you know just being in the spiritual vortex lab that's the name of my office and just keeping the lights low and just writing it's just so healing and then I put it out there and the people who resonate with that piece of content they'll like it they'll share it but there's no attachment to it and so often our businesses will take off when we have that when we have the willingness the ability to keep our hearts open to the magic but we also know Where are our boundaries? What are the things that we're willing to do and not willing to do? Make sure that you resource yourself and ask yourself, how do I want to show up in my business? What would feel really juicy for me? And don't get scared if what you want to do, nobody else is doing. Because in fact, I would say do it even more. If there are things that you feel you want to start to do in your business and you're like, oh my God, but nobody's doing that, jump on it. I was just sharing this uh, today as well that you know, um, you don't have to do what other people are doing. You don't have to create the other type of content that people are creating. Make your process unique to you because ultimately there's nobody else like you. And that's what's going to make your content stick out. That's what's going to make your content memorable. When people can look at a piece of content and attach your name to it, that is that is like literally marketing 101. And you know what, humans? You don't have to try. You don't have to try to be yourself. You just need to be. 
You just need to be who you really are. And trust yourself. Trust that that is going to be more than enough. Trust your business. Learn to trust yourself. Create the boundaries within you. Create the boundaries within your business so that everybody and every aspect of you knows how to meet each other. You know how to meet your business. Your business knows how to meet your clients. And that's it. Done. This is the message that I really wanted to share with you. And you know, one other thing, make sure that you're giving yourself the opportunity to rest. Make sure that when you don't want to show up to your business, you don't force yourself to because you don't have to. This is your business. You're allowed to take off. You're allowed to have bad days. You're allowed to take a self-care day. Nobody is forcing you to show up. And you may think that this doesn't apply to you, whether you haven't started your business or you have other people that are helping you. It applies to you. We all need a break. And so give it to yourself. All right, humans, just wanted to let you know, unleash and unveil your soul business. Oh my God, I'm so excited. 8.0, like I cannot believe next month, it's going to be three years. So happy three years to Melissa Ruiz Empowerment next month. And this is going to be the eighth round of Unleash and Unveil Your Soul Business. I'm so blessed to continue to have our very first offer be our signature offer. It is so, so beautiful. We've spent so much time perfecting it. Every round we have client feedback and we make it better and better and better and better and better. And that's the whole point for you to collect data on your business. But if you don't start, how will you collect data? You're not giving yourself the opportunity to continuously make things better and better and better. And so if you are a mystical, offbeat, entrepreneur, soulpreneur, spirit-led entrepreneur, conscious entrepreneur that wants to start and scale their business, go check out the program. Go check out my website, IamMelissaRuiz.com. And go under offers and apply. I'm inviting you to apply. We already have human beings inside of the program because obviously we always have a wait list. We start next month, June 27th. It's going to be so beautiful. I'll actually be in Mexico at that point with our mastermind students. It's going to be really, really amazing and beautiful. I'll be tuning in from there. But if you've been feeling like, damn it, I want to do this whole business. I want to alchemize these money stores. I want to do this, but I don't know how. I'm inviting you to apply. I'll see you soon. Namaste, humans. Breathe.